Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's going down. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Three Point Stands with Sean Smith and my co host, Drew Harris. Drew Garrison on the Three Point Stands, Season 2, Episode 8. Today, we got a special guest from the NFC. East undefeated team, the Philadelphia Eagles. He's a rookie, but he's been on our show. He's not no rookie on the show. So with no further ado, we could go ahead and go straight to it. We'll have Kyron Johnson, rookie linebacker, outside defensive end for the Philadelphia Eagles. What's up, Kyron? How are you today? What's up? What's up? I'm, I'm smooth. I'm chilling. Chilling right now. He's repping the oh, Jayhawks, too, man. Jayhawks are balling. Hell yeah, you know that. Oh, oh yeah, he, oh, he wears that proud. I'm gonna tell you hey, something look, about look, that. Look, 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 we might have lost to TCU and OU, but that's all right. We lost our starting QB. That's okay. We're gonna come back and shake something. Don't worry. Hey, Best I've seen Kansas your, in my you life. You wear your colors proud, bro. You wear your colors proud, bro. Even when y'all was losing last year and you was trending in all season, <laughs> you, you yeah. wore that thing proud, boy. <laughs> So, Kyra, man, uh, I, I know that it's your year. You know, you're kind of just, just getting hip to the league. We talked to you before the draft, but how, how does it feel, man? How does it feel to be in the league, you know, six games through now? Man, this stuff really fly by faster than what I thought because when you just laying low and just working and just, like, just doing your thing, like, you really don't even notice how you six games in. It's going to be seven games in now. But through it, I, I better say, but through it all, though, I mean, this shit really unreal. Cause like I ain't really even picture myself to be in the NFL. I always just said I'll be here. And now look at me. I'm on an undefeated NFC team. Hey, balling too, man. Philly is a problem. Oh yeah. So what's it like to play for Nick Sirianni, man? Cause I like him. I see him talking shit on the sidelines in the preseason. Then he was doing it again last week against Dallas. What's it like playing for a dude like him? He one of those, uh, I ain't going to say he one of those harder coaches. He one of them coaches who expect perfection out of the little details. You know how, you know how they be like the details, the details of things. That's what he, that's what he harp on us about, like doing the details right. He one of those cool little coaches, though. It's just like he'll kick it with you, but every now and then he'll correct you every now and then if you slipping or something, just so you can stay on your A game. He, he doesn't one of those like, player coaches. Yeah, I was just about to say, he's one of those player coaches. I mean, like yeah. I said, uh, I came down to training camp to see uh, Kyron down there at training camp, but I also ran into Nick, and Kyron was surprised how much love Nick gave me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I had to tell Kyron that Nick got it out the mud from the bottom, you know what I mean, as far as being a quarterback coach, holding the cards around the scout team, and then getting in the position to be a head coach. So the way he's – Cussing on the sideline and all that—that's his swag. That's him all the time. It's, if you see him regularly, if he's not even coaching, like if he's sitting there outside on the field just talking, chopping it up, like Kyron just said, he's gonna let you know. Then, oh man, you messed up on that one play right here. So mm-hmm. don't act like you're gonna go. You know what I mean? So that's mm-hmm. the reason why Philly is doing what they're doing right now. The players have bought in, and it's a good tradition. And when you got a coach like that, why wouldn't want? Why wouldn't guys want to run through a brick wall for him? It feels like he really fits the Philly culture too. Like he seems like a Philly kind of guy. Well, he's an East Coast guy anyway, if if I'm not mistaken, because he went to a D three 
school up that way, Connecticut, if I'm not mistaken, somewhere in Connecticut. But he's a, he's a he's an East Coast type of guy. He's an East Coast type of guy. Mm -hmm. East Coast type of guy. So as you've gotten into the league, what's the biggest difference you've noticed from playing at Kansas to, to being in the league? I know a lot of guys say like it's the speed and stuff like that. What is what has really stuck out to you most where it's like, okay, this is different? This is like a big boy league. Like ain't nothing finna be handed to you. Like sometimes you have a game, a two air now and then in college where you just like, oh, this is an easy dub. But like in the league, ain't nothing easy dub. You gotta work and get it out the mud for some of it though. For most of it. All of it. Let me say that. Cause these some grown ass men trying to feed their families at the end of the day. No, they they really are grown men. I mean, and then also you're in a division right now that uh they say the NFC East is back with Dallas, you guys, and yeah. also what's the other team, the Giants, that's up the road from you guys. So I mean, it's it's good to see the NFC back and uh, back. But tell me a little something about when you know what are you thinking about when you're out there on the field and running down there on special teams, or when you get your defensive snaps? Is it like, oh man, I gotta hurry up make this tackle? Like, is the adrenaline like, put us in a situation like how you know? What I mean, because I ain't gonna. I, I, I really don't want to put you on front street, but it, I think it was. I can't remember one game you did get your dick knocked in the dirt, man. Somebody man, what game? Hold on, what game? I gotta figure out what game that is. You got. We got a welcome to the league moment. Know. Yeah, it wasn't really a welcome to the league. I ain't gonna say welcome to the league because Kyron's like Kyron's known for his speed. I mean, kid ran a four three. He's fast. So if you watch him on kickoff, he's going down there, bobbing, weaving as fast. He's one of the first ones down there. But everything, every now and then, I think he gets outside of his lane, so it's containment sometimes. But you know, not throwing him under the bus. I'm just, we keep it in the space. That's what we do on three point stand. I mean, we keep it in real. We keep it in real. But that's true. I'm gonna say when I'm out there, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you through like my game, like scenarios. When I'm out there, I'm not gonna lie. I go out there and I try. I'm trying to have as much fun as I can. I'm out there with S. Dot Deshaun. Uh, Codeine, which is Nicobe, the Kayvon, all of them. I'm out there. I'm laughing. I'm over there just laughing, kicking it with these dudes because we in the NFL. We right here showing out in front of TV. How can you not have fun? And so when I'm running down there, I ain't got no thoughts, no nothing. I'm just down there trying to knock somebody's head off. That's the main goal for me, try to kill somebody. That's special teams right there, man. That's 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 what you got to have. You have that. One of his goals this year was to try to make the Pro Bowl on special teams or lead the team in special team tackles. He's doing a good job. Yeah. For and, you I'm, know say, I'm tired right now. I'm tired right hey, now. Hey, hey, I, I started, me and Matt was talking yeah. about it the other day. It's like, yeah. yeah. Actually, it's funny. We talked about it today because I did a school visit today um, at Longfellow School here in Dallas. We did a school visit. And we was talking about agents, and we brought mm -hmm. your name up. And how you're doing so good as a rookie situation, just going through the process and letting them know how it goes. And it was just funny the kids and Matt brought it up like, oh, he's he's tired for the team lead. So that's good. I mean, I, I, that lets me know that you paid attention and you value what goes on in the NFL and how to make your niche in the NFL. For sure, for sure. So you said you're out there laughing and joking, having fun. Who is the funniest dude in your locker room? Funniest dude on the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm gonna say Marvin, Marvin Wilson. Marvin Wilson. He he funny. He he wanted the D lineman here. He he too funny. He and he just accidentally funny. Like we'll bring up topics like playing pool or doing anything like that. He just get to busting out his jokes, talking about how we trash and all this and that. He get to talk about Coach Coach Rock and you know oh, Coach, Coach hey, Watch. Like, come on, Rock. Hey, Rock. <laughs> yeah. He be like, 
about is Tracy Rocker, the D-line coach. I actually yeah. had him as a D-line coach when I was with the Titans, and also his son is uh, the first-round pick for uh, the Texas Rangers mm-hmm. that went to Vanderbilt. So, I mean, Kyle's in good hands, man. That's the good thing about it, man. How's the city? So, best, so let, let's talk Let's talk this. Let's actually this. What's the best food spot in Philly? Oh, I ain't really found no food spot in Philly too, because to be honest, I ain't been out there in Philly like that. And so, but for me, I ain't a lot. The cafeteria at the facility is the best food. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best food right there. I cannot even they don't say that in Cincinnati. They don't say that in Cincinnati, no. Oh, you must, you must got the stead, you must got that state of art coming in breakfast, get that fresh scrambled omelet, and the oh eggs, that bacon. All you, oh hey, my goodness. That's all you can eat. It's a step up, Eddie. You, you oh. hey, you, you probably one of those cheap rookies too. Act like, can you save me a little bit too? Like, come, come put in <laughs> I think I only got in practice. We smell the food. I'm like, dang, I'm hungry. I show up and give me a huge little plate too. We done after this. <laughs> And that's that's a special teams answer, right? I don't know the restaurants because I'm in the facility working. No, nah, I, I call him a day, right? It's their bye week. I ask him what he's doing. Oh, I'm just gonna sleep a little bit. Then I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go get a little lift in, massage, and come back home, play a video game or something like that. You know, he thinks he's a gamer. He swears he's a gamer, but I don't I'm know. a gamer. I'm a gamer. I play the game a lot. He know that. He know that. He down playing it. <laughs> You play you play Madden, you, you put yourself in a lot in Madden, make sure you get the get the rating up. Oh no, nah, I don't play no bad. I don't play no football game, no sports you game. I'll be playing play. shooting games. All you shooting play games. Shooting game. That's it. Don't don't oh, I don't even think he owns NBA 2K. I don't even think he played basketball nope. game. He know I'm gonna say Sean know me this though. He know I don't own that though. Nah, yeah, I, I'm telling you, bro, you as long as you yo, Kai, you can let Kai come stay with you. This is why you can let him come as long as he leave his dog at home. You can let him come stay with you because he's going to be quiet. He's going to play the game. He's going to eat and sleep. That's it. He ain't going to bug you. He's going to have a toothpick in his mouth. And that's yeah. it. Leave it alone. And guess what he's going to watch on TV? You know what his favorite TV show is right now? His favorite show is Martin Rerun. That's, 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 my, my dude will watch Martin at – we used to work out train at early in the morning, and he'll be over there. I'd be like, why is this dude laughing so much? Or he on his phone watching Martin. And <laughs> Philly, you gotta watch that, man. You gotta watch that. Nah, I mean, my hey, it's funny though. It's, I, hey, even episodes you know that it, what happens is still funny. Jerome in the house, <laughs> <laughs> just, just anything, man. Um, on another note, as far as the NFL, who so far have you been against? Who's been like the I can't say hardest, but gave you the most co- competition so far? I probably said the Vikings. They got some dudes who come down there with like some force and like is actually like trying to bring some pressure to your house. And so like when they came, I probably say they was the most competitive ones that we faced so far. Gotcha. I'm speaking from a special team wise. Uh, so me, no, all right, bro. You don't got to explain. I, we, we know, and I ain't gonna make you look like a bad person. Drew ain't gonna make you look like a bad person. Some of them sound bites though. We are gonna have some fun with the sound bites, but yeah, that's crazy though. <laughs> No, nah, see, yeah, call somebody out. 
Call somebody out for Pittsburgh right now. No, don't Call do that. Somebody out. <laughs> don't don't <laughs> do that. I'm just playing with you. What other questions you got for him, Drew? I know you got something that uh, kind of rhymed up for him. Thinking about the, actually the matchup with Pittsburgh after the bye week, have you feel? Do you feel like an in-state rivalry there? Because I know I feel like some years it gets made into a big deal, and some years it doesn't. Is there like a little extra edge to to knock off the team that's in your in your state? Uh, to be honest, mm, I ain't gonna say it's an extra edge. I'm gonna say it's the same thing. Like we go in, we got the same mentality that we did when we faced the last six teams that we beat. We just go in there, our physical them, and just just try to be mentally and physically prepared and smart about everything that we do. See, so yeah, yeah, that's kind of what that's kind of what I thought because I don't know, maybe it's just when both teams have a good record, it, it gets a little more hype. But sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. But I mean, I feel like when you're six and zero, oh and and you know you're just kind of on a roll, bring me whoever. I don't care where they're. I, I, I could say I could say a record, just a record. Anybody can still get knocked off their bracket. At the end of oh, the day, yeah. you still got to. You at the end of the day, you still got to show why you six and zero. Oh, you still got to show why you need to be six and zero. Oh. Nah, most definitely. Nah, most definitely. You know, but I picked you guys from the beginning of the season. Uh, when I came out there to training camp, it was something special about just watching y'all practice. The tempo, the weapons y'all have offensively, you know. A lot of people don't talk about y'all quarterback yeah, uh, in a good way, as they should. You know, everybody's talking about that, this, that, all these quarterbacks. But Jalen's doing a great job as being a team leader. He means business. Um, the weapons he have offensively and the way y'all, y'all defense and special teams is playing, that is why you guys are sitting to know, you know, on top of the little details that you guys keep talking Keep emphasizing. That lets me know when I talk to Nick, I'm gonna tell him, "Hey, you drilling into the rookie the right way, man. He's buying in because he, he, you understand the, the little details will take you further than you think." You know what I mean? Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're not six. You're not six and zero. Oh, just Jalen Hurts is balling. Do not get me wrong. Jalen Bur- Jalen Hurts is balling, but you're not six and zero oh just because he's balling. You're six and zero oh because of all three phases of the game. I can say everybody balling, even on the defensive side. You see Hassan Reddick, he leading the uh, sacks right now in our, in, uh, in our D line room. You got uh, who is that? You got Marcus Epps who out there doing his thing. T.J. Edwards who out there racking up like fourteen tackles a game. I mean, man, but you got really y'all secondary. Y'all, y'all secondary, and not to compare y'all to uh, the Legion of Boom, but y'all secondary is kind of like how Seattle used to be right now. Yeah. Where y'all, y'all got some playmakers, but y'all defense got some playmakers. The big we all know big play Slay. Now, I've been saying, we know oh. Slay. We know Slay. All right, yeah, Slay, Slay, Slay shut down. I really like James Bradbury. So, actually, somebody that's, that's from my city that I know – is like super good friends with James. It was like best man in his wedding type shit. Like they're super tight. And I was talking to him. I was like, man, tell him to sign with Cincinnati. Like tell him to come on. But you know they weren't paying him. Oh, so he ended up in Philly. Then he, he got traded, right? If I'm not mistaken, he got traded. Didn't he get traded to Philly? Yeah, I think he I, did. Yeah, he, was- he got traded to Philly. That was a good trade. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when that happened. I was like, that's a good trade because that's what they was lacking. Need some more help. For Slay, because Slay, if Slay yeah. shut down one side, you need somebody else to shut down the other side. So, I mean, I think yeah, Brad, Bradbury's playing good. That's that's mm-hmm. one that I've been watching, too. And I will I will give Sean the credit. He's been on the Eagles since the start of the year. 
I was kind of like, man, I got to see it out of Jalen. They've given Jalen everything. A.J. Brown's there. Devontae Smith helping me out in fantasy. Mm -hmm. So they gave him all the tools, man. He's doing everything he should with him. So Philly is – I don't know who's I don't know who's beating them, man. I don't know I don't know who's knocking that team off in the NFC. We we just know we we go out physically any team we play. Just know that. They practice physical. They practice physical. I mean, they practice. You know, they practice is very physical practice. So I I I would say our practice is so different too from like uh, college because you know how college practice be like two plus hours. It's like now nah, it's just that the most you get is an hour and 45 minutes, but it's like tempo. It's like you got to really pick it up and like really give it your all because he's taking less off your body, but you got to put all the work into it, though. No, nah, most definitely. Most definitely. Most definitely. Two more questions before we let you go, man. How is the Philly media? Oh, whew. that shit, they're crazy because every, every time we get done with practice or just meet and meetings or done with the game, they off in the locker room right there in front of you as you get changed. I'm talking about I can't even change in peace. I'm butt ass naked. You got the camera right here at the back of my head. I'm like, oh, no. They crazy, man. They crazy with it, man. <laughs> it's a little, hey, it's a little different, ain't it, though? You know what I mean? It's way different. Not being funny, though, but to have women in the locker room, and, you know, you be like, butt naked, you sit here just like, I mean, and look, every now and then you get that one reporter, you be like, all right, all right, I don't mind it. <laughs> but then you're like, where are all these cameras coming from? All the lights coming from. But it, this, you be in a conversation, that's thing, you know, oh, camera here, camera here. <laughs> hey, all they do is stick their phone on their mic out right here. Like, this. right there. What about the Philly fans? We always hear about the Philly fans. Like, they're crazy. They're wild. What is it like you know, walking I, out onto I, that field? I knew y'all was going to ask about them. They so damn crazy. That That's like the craziest fan base I've ever seen because it's like the moment that we – like, not even in at the stadium. Like, when you're walking into the locker room, you see all these people on the window just banging it, banging it, saying E-A-G-L-E. I'm talking about going berserk. I'm talking about the fan base crazy. It got it got crazy one time. I think I was on the field. A dude threw his shoe and said, Can you sign my shoe? I said, I ain't never seen a shoe like that before, man. <laughs> oh, but, hey, speaking of that, in the fans, matter of fact, this past weekend, y'all had a fan run out with y'all out the tunnel. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I seen that on social media. I don't even know how he got in there. He I'm talking about he the first one out too. I was yeah. like, oh, he's Philly fan. They crazy out here. I'm That's talking about been all over social media. He running out like, like excited. I if I was that fan, that was the best thing ever for him, y'all. Because <laughs> you see the game, but you you oh, you paid whatever you paid for your ticket, and you ran out the tunnel with your team. Man, <laughs> yeah, you so can't take that away from him. You can't take that away from him forever. He may be banned, <laughs> but guess what? I'm banned for a good reason. I got to run out. <laughs> I ran out with my team. You know. <laughs> Would you would you do that, Drew? You're a Bengals fan. Would you run out with the tunnel? Would you would you do that? Look, man, I'm I'm gonna be at the game Sunday. I'm gonna be in the suite again. You know, I gotta flex a little bit every now and then when I get a chance. But I, I can't mess that up, man. I got to plug on free suite tickets all the time. I can't I can't mess it up. But maybe if I if I didn't have that going for me. Gotcha. Shout out to Betfred gotcha. Sports. I signed a contract with Betfred yesterday, man. I'm an ambassador Ooh. now. Mm. Oh man, that's I what's up, man. Congratulations. Some benefits. Man. Shout out to 
yeah, shout out to Cookie Society, one of our sponsors. Also, shout out to Everman Water, one of our sponsors, too, for the show, man. We, we steady bobbing and shaking and moving around here. Three-point stands is moving. And, you know, up and coming, still trying to do our thing on Believe. But, uh, you know, Kyron, we appreciate you taking the time out on your bye week to come join our show. And uh, we'll send you the link once everything gets uploaded so you can, you know, post it and, you know, see how it goes, man. So everybody can hear the rookie. For okay. Fort Worth, Texas. Yeah, you know? yeah. Country Bucket, aka Smooth, man. Yeah, <laughs> Smooth, man. I appreciate y'all having me on here, man. It's always a pleasure talking with y'all. All right, man. Yes, sir, man. Good luck the rest of the year. Until you play the Bengals in the Super Bowl, then I'm gonna have to root against Ooh, you. I knew you. I knew you was gonna say something about. That. I knew he was. Knew you was gonna say something. Trying to actually, I think world. I knew it. I think I think the Bengals play Philly this year. I have to look at the schedule. I, I think I think that they do. No, I don't, I don't think they're on our schedule. I don't think. Last time I checked it, I, I didn't see them. See, I'm a bad I'm fan. I don't mistaken. even know. I just look at – I go one week at a time. It doesn't matter who we play after that. I'm just looking at one week. But, man, yeah. <laughs> Keep doing your thing in Philly, man. I I got a cousin who's a big Eagles fan, so I uh, you know always got a little bit of a soft spot for him unless they're playing the Bengals. So good luck to you, man. We'll uh, hopefully get you back on here. You know, maybe at the end of the season, get get a wrap up for your first year and see whatever the hell Sean comes up with. Yeah, man. Yeah. Meanwhile, while you out there, get out the fucking house and enjoy. Try a Philly cheesesteak or something, bro. How you in Philly? You have not had a Philly cheesesteak. Uh, How you had not? How you had not had? I mean, hey, matter of fact, oh, I just thought about something, though. What, what are your rookie duties? You don't have no rookie fucking duties? Oh. Like my duties is about, oh. My rookie duties really is just taking care of the vets. Make sure they got all the snacks and the waters and Gatorades off in the room. And they, they and they always find us if anything missing. They find us like 100 to $200. Well, for like okay. no M&Ms, you get fined 100 Yeah. I feel say, nah, I feel say no snacks or no water in the fridge. You they'll find you like a hundred dollars for not doing our rookie rookie duties. Sound about right. Health out there, man. No, nah, that sounds about right. I, I can't I can't wait to hear I, I, I can't wait to when y'all when y'all go on your rookie dinner so you can post that receipt. You know what I mean? I, I, <laughs> I might even come in town for that. Matter of fact, I'm gonna See, tell Fletch. Go. I'm about to tell, to tell him, hey. All that Louis the Thirteenth, baby, in the house, baby. Hey, you know, Sean's gonna put his food on your tab. Huh? Sean that. be at a different table and put his food on your tab. Right. That man, that man, Fletch. You know he an asshole when it comes to dealing with rookies. Nah, I know he is, man. But he a good dude, though. He a good oh, dude. Yeah, though. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just happy for y'all, though, man. Tell Coach Rock I said what's up, man, and, man, enjoy the rest of your bye week, man. Appreciate you joining us. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Man, as always, man, you know I'm going to come through with a guest. You know what I mean? Called you today and said, I got a guest. I know you was like, Man, I, I don't know who you're bringing on here till the day of, sometimes even during. But it keeps it exciting yeah. and keeps it fresh. It's been cool to watch, you know, because we talked to him before the draft. I've just been able to, to see kind of how things have progressed for him. It's awesome, man. He's landed in a good situation. Nah, I mean, like I can tell you. You know what I'm saying? So it's good. Man, let's get let's get into some of this, some of this week six action, man. What what is going on? With the Kansas City Chiefs, what happened? Let's just go right to it. 
I'll go right to it. We choked. We nutted up. But I think we opened up some cap space. Odell Beckman. OBJ3 is, is about what, in a fold. He's about to be in a fold, I believe. I mean, hey, I think he's about to That's what people that. are saying. There's, they uh, restructured Kelsey's deal, freed up about $3.7 million. You think it's for Odell? Yeah, why not? He wants to go to a I contender. Mean, Where's the contender? He's not going to Buffalo. Do they really need? Do they really need another receiver? Yeah, for the second half of the season, for the stretch, baby. <laughs> Got to go deep. Mahomes know, need weapons, 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 Ju- weapons. Juju balled out last week. I played him in my uh, daily fantasy. He he got me some money. He played good. Five points, something like that, something like that. But uh, I'm still not sold on Juju like that. Yeah, I was talking about it in the beginning, but it was week. This is week seven. He should already been by week three, week four. He should have been found his group. He's three weeks late. I don't got time for the wait on that shit. <laughs> it's gonna take Odell a couple weeks too, man. He hasn't played since the Super Bowl. And yeah, he had a blown knee. This is different though. Two different type of players. That has been on the Super Bowl team. A guy that understands the game. He's a true veteran. He's coming to prove something. Juju still's not Kansas City cool. might not Kansas City might not be a big enough you know city for him, though. He he didn't like Cleveland. Uh, that's different. Well, you don't like Cleveland because it's quarterback. Who wouldn't want to play with 15? Who that's, wouldn't? That's very true. That's, 15 that is Tom Brady better. right now. The younger Tom Brady. Who wouldn't want to come play with 15? If you don't want to play with Pat Mahomes, you're a wide receiver, you're a fool. You're not a true wide receiver. You know, who who did go to play with the, one of the, the young quarterbacks? Deshaun Jackson went to the Ravens to play with Lamar. Oh, uh, yeah. I think what do you think Deshaun about that? Just, I think he just wanted to get in somewhere. He still want to play, so he signed practice. I watched the, I watched a video earlier. Uh, T.J. Hushmanzada and I, I can't remember who else it was. They were doing a show, and I don't know who the dude was. You talking about uh, my boy Orlando Sanders? Maybe, and he, if, if that's who it was, I, I just watched the video before we got in. This dude was just killing Lamar. Said he's got no aim. It's just like a rocket launcher. He just throws it as far as he can and hopes somebody runs under it. So, I mean, Deshaun Jackson's got speed, but I, I'm telling you, man, we got. I, what what was I always saying about Lamar? He's gonna have a hot first month. He's gonna look great, and then it's gonna slow down. He didn't really do much against the Bengals. He had some good runs. They go out and they lose to the Giants. And I'm telling you, man, Brian Dayball might be coach of the year over Sirianni just for the fact that every time the Giants take the field, they are like the less talented team. They have a talent deficiency. They got no receivers. They're young. Danny Danny Dimes isn't all that. And Brian Dayball still getting it done. No, you're right. He, he, I mean, him and Nick Tarney are, are are really in neck and neck for the be the coach coach of the year. Um can't knock it. Giants is good. They're playing good. Um, I just hope one of these teams, you know, the Giants, Eagles, and Cowboys, you just hope one of them don't fall off because somebody has to fall off. I think if it's going to be any, I think if it's going to be anybody, it'll be Dallas or the Giants. I I think Phillies, man. I, I, 
they're my pick to win the NFC at this point. We're a third of the way through the season. They've won games every way that they're supposed to win games. You know, it's not all just one thing. They can win on defense. They can win on special teams. They can win on offense. They've won all the different ways that you're supposed to win in the league. I just don't see anybody stopping them. I was always saying, like, you know, I'm not going to bet against Brady, and they went out and lost to Kenny Pickett and Mitch Trubisky. So I I, I think Philly's it. I think you you got that situation in Dak now. Cooper Cooper went out there, had a few turnovers, caught a loss. Now everybody's ready for Dak to come back. So you have to see how Dak is once he gets back in the fold. So it's it that that division is going to be crazy. But I I just don't see anybody stopping Philly. No, I mean, like I said, when I went to training camp out there, I said it was something special. It's, it's just different out there. They they got a different a whole different vibe going on out there. So when you have that going on, it's kind of hard to to change anything. You understand what I'm saying? Just anything. So Yeah, why, I mean, why would you? It, it's working. And then you got you got the Jets beating the Packers. I mean, all of the Jets draft picks from the last two years have seemed to hit. Zach Wilson's no, balling a little bit. I mean, he really he really wasn't balling that much. He only threw 10 passes. They just ran the shit out of the ball. But I mean Sauce Gardner. Balling. You know what I'm saying? So it was just Sauce Gardner is a, he's a fucking menace already. He's walking off the field with the cheese head and shit. He's a damn menace. He's he, yeah, he's, he's good, man. He's just, he gets it though. He gets it. He gets it. Hopefully, you know, some people say he could be the next Deion Sanders. Um, so let's just see what what you know. Let's see what happens. Um shoot. We gotta Speaking slow down that, a little bit on that. Deion. You can't call him primetime yet. You could say he's maybe not, he looks like no, a Sherman. Nah, I didn't. I never liked the Sherman. I never have liked the Sherman game. Never had. Period. Even when he was with Leach in the pool, just never had. Never had. But that's 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 that's, that's uh, speaking of. You know, I'm saying he looks his the prototype. He looks like Dion size wise, length wise, and everything. The, the right. physical aspect. Not. I ain't saying the game is playing the game wise yet. Yeah, he finally got his pick and doing stuff, but he likes to shine. You know what I mean? Um, shoot. Yeah, he's not scared of the lights at all. No, at all. Speaking of that, um, man, just the trade that happened the other day with Roby <laughs> Anderson. Let's, let's just get into that. They didn't waste any time, and Steve Wilkes told him to get the fuck off, and by like 10 o'clock the next morning, he was traded. I'm just glad he didn't pull an AD. Look now, I thought he was Baker, play didn't, Baker didn't play, but mad wide receivers just seem to follow Baker Mayfield because you know he wasn't just pissed off just that game. He that that shit was building up. Is it built up because of the targets he's getting? Just you know what I mean. Don't get me he's playing with a third string quarterback right now that wasn't getting no reps in training camp. Signed late. Barely know the offense. Don't get me wrong. PJ Walker played for like twenty teams. I, I love the kid. No matter what, he's, he survived. So you know what I mean. Any undrafted guy that's playing still, man, I, I'm a rock with you to the end. But yeah, absolutely. Uh, but I, now you look at you look at Arizona, who's been struggling. Cliff's having a tough time. Kyler's having a tough time. Now they get DeAndre Hopkins back. They get Robbie Anderson in there. I think Hollywood Brown's injured. I don't know. They were thinking Hollywood maybe for Brown. the year, but I think they got better results than they were thinking. Mm-hmm. So that well, – that... Well, Hollywood Brown being done for the year, you, you pick up another receiver that's been established, had a 1,000 yards receiving last year. So I think he got something. Robbie Anderson might be better. 
Uh, I think he is better, to be honest with you. But hey, they paid him. They paid him. So I don't. He's a whole salary. That means you can have a salary. So that's that's also another good thing. So you know, it's always good. Right. Yeah. So I, I, what? How many more excuses are we going to make for for Arizona and Kyler though? If if D Hop can't change anything. Uh, I don't think there's no more excuses. Just the excuses would be the, the Call of Duty. I, yeah, I just think they suck. Oh, yeah, and I also think Cliff Kingsbury get fired. Just being honest. Kyle's running the same offense he's been running since high school. Yeah, he's and the same get, size, too. He's the same size. He's a midget. But, hey, <laughs> okay, we can't help that. We need the step school to see over the lineman. He's been beating guys with his feet. That's what he's been doing his whole career, though. That's what people feel to realize. Kyle's never just been a guy that sits in the pocket and throws. He's been beating teams on. I see him win state championship with his feet, not his arm. You know that's yeah, and it's easier year. to do that in college and high school than it is. You can start comparing him to Lamar. Then, if you want to say that, then I, I don't got. I don't have any issue with that. I don't like Lamar or Kyler. There you go. I don't. Go. I don't like any of them. I would. I wouldn't pick. I wouldn't pick either of them to build my franchise around. Perfect. You got it right there. You, okay. You know. Is there anybody so, I mean, else? What happened to huh? be traded in this? In, in this? In this? Before the trade deadline, like who do you think else would get traded? Sean McVay said they're looking for a new home for Cam Akers. That's why he didn't play last week. That's interesting. It might be hard to shop him. I felt like they rushed him back last year in the playoffs. I don't think he was quite ready. Yeah. But the Rams, but hey, the Rams offense has all kinds of issues. Yeah, it's not Cam Akers' fault. That offensive line is yeah. terrible. They just lost their left tackle to a torn Achilles. Yeah, but also the defense hasn't been playing well either. Well, that's, be, that's because Bobby Wagner over Von Miller was the wrong decision. Show me one Bobby Wagner highlight. I would love to see how he's graded out. Terrible. Allen Robinson Von over Miller's Odell killing. was stupid. Von Miller's fucking killing it right now. He's killing it. A monster. A monster. Exactly what the Bills needed. Exactly what the Bills needed. That guy that can come in and close out a game for you. Absolute yeah. dog. You cannot pay, you cannot pay pass rushers enough. They're that important in the NFL. So when you look at you know all, all the things that have happened, why not keep Von Miller instead of high instead of signing Bobby Wagner? I don't see what the Rams were doing there. I can I can almost understand Allen Robinson over Odell because Odell was hurt, but you, no, that you don't you don't get Von Miller's play. every day. You can't just go replace Von Miller. Okay. So I mean, you know, looking looking around the league too, there's there's that, and then we got you know the the do we have a new Tom Brady on our hands? Bailey Zappi. Going to Cleveland and knocking the Browns off—they beat the fuck out of Cleveland. They didn't just beat them; they beat their ass. Yeah, they beat the fuck out of them. And I think once again, I think New England find another system quarterback that they can, you know, use the offense to develop. Is Mac Jones gonna lose his job? Uh, I don't know. You got to remember the Patriots drafted this quarterback when third round, fourth round. I think it was fourth. But see what they did to Cleveland was they 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 played Cleveland how you have to play Cleveland at least right now with with Jacoby Brissett starting. They got an early lead on them, 
and they had to they kind of had to abandon the run, and that's Cleveland's identity. Their offensive line's great. Nick Chubb is the best running back in the league. But New England was able to jump out to that lead, force them to have to throw the ball, and Brissett was playing good, but you had to know that was only going to last so long, right? Like he's a solid he's a solid filling quarterback. Yeah, but when you got to have him play, you know, 11 games of your season, you're not going to get 11 really solid games out of them. So I think no. until Deshaun Watson gets back, and I still think it'll take Deshaun Watson a few weeks. I mean, dude hasn't played ball in almost two years. But if you can get a lead on Cleveland and make them have to abandon the run a little bit, I think you can beat them. Oh, yeah, but Cleveland's, what, 3-3 three and three right now? So, I mean. I think they dropped a 3-4. and f- Maybe, maybe they are three and three, yeah. But I mean, they're all. I mean, everybody's in it. Everybody's in it in the division. I was talking shit on Twitter about Pittsburgh, saying who cares if they won? They're so far out of it. I look at the standings; them motherfuckers are only a game out. The whole AFC yeah, North is right. wide open because everybody it's in the AFC North is just not good. It's crazy right now. It's still crazy. So anything's possible. So I'm interested to see what happened in the second half. Uh, second half. Second half. Let's talk about my boys here real quick, though. Are 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 the Bengals back? I really can't say that I, they won. Um, they got they got got out of got got out of the game out of a tough situation and won. So I can't really say what you know what's going to ha- what's going to happen. But it's going to be curious. What the Bengals did is I think they figured out what the identity of their offense should be. They ran fifty. Oh. They ran fifty four offensive plays on Sunday. 52 of those were out of shotgun. The only two plays that they ran under center was a quarterback sneak and a kneel down at the end of the game. They found their identity with shotgun and OP, uh, RPO. I heard you talking about that on Twitter. I mean, you're right, but also the Bengals defense was playing good that day. Yeah, but the Bengals defense is they, – they, they, they didn't, though. They gave up 228 rushing yards. They gashed. Yeah, I, I ain't talking about the rushing yards, but when the time when they needed to stop, they came through. Secondary, the Bengals secondary is really good. People give Eli Apple a lot of shit. He didn't have a great game, but he doesn't give up touchdowns. He doesn't give up big catches. Um, but they lost. Oh, he up, still out. Wow. He's up 15 yards, you know what I mean, every now and then. So, hey. But uh, DJ Reader being out is is, is always big. You that, saw that. There, there's no, there's nobody playing nose tackle like him in the league right now. Before he went down, and that that popped up bad Sunday. And we got Atlanta coming to town, who runs the hell out of the ball. And then we go to Cleveland, who runs the hell out of the ball. And our star linebacker Logan Wilson's got a sh- shoulder injury. Can't figure out how long it's going to be. I saw a report today that said two to five weeks. And then Zach Taylor talked to the media and said that he might play Sunday. So I don't fucking know. But I think offensively, they might have found their identity with RPOs, letting Joe Burrow read the field, do what he does best, find that he was great in the short game, just kind of picking, and then you're waiting. Once the run game kind of got going, Mixon was averaging 5.6 a carry. He didn't get a ton of carries, but it was enough to make the defense kind of cheat up. Jamar Chase started getting one-on-one looks, and then obviously he kind of took over the game in the fourth quarter to, to get the win. So I'm, I'm excited to see that they've maybe figured out what this offense should be. That's oh, very true. Very true. I was gonna just, I just think the Bengals. I can't say they're back. I just think they're in the mix. You know what I mean? Just put it like that. You know what I mean, I think my overall assumption: you either here 
or at the bottom. There's no in-between right now with teams because of the records and everything that's going on. Um, this is why it's called the fucking NFL, bro, because you don't know what's going to really happen. And uh, like Kyron, said, Kyron even said it. Any given Sunday, you know, you can lose. Right now, they just got the momentum. They went in. They're out physical and out working everybody. Look at all their games, though. There hasn't really been too many blowouts every week in the season, maybe one or two games, but everything's been close games for everybody. So that's another good thing about the NFL. You think – let's get real here. Let's get, like, real, real. Do you think all this legalized sports betting and how big it's gotten, do you think that that factors into games at all? You think that – I just feel like I've seen a little bit of a change in the product on the field since, you know – the NFL is partnering with sports books and teams are partnering with sports books and there's commercials every game. It almost seems like shit's just been a little bit different. Yeah, but I also think them, uh, what's the name of doing it? Uh, the refs, if anything, it ain't sports betting because still at the end of the day, you could bet this, say all this, but guess what? If a team get burnt, receivers get burnt, DB get burnt, you can't control that. That's the thing. So people can say bet and this, bet and this. Unless the player's throwing the game, there's no other way the game is really rigged. Unless the referee has it seems his hand. Uh, the Chargers the other night got like eight, nine first downs off penalties. And it just seems like are they are they pushing anything? Are the refs influencing well, things one way or the other? A couple of penalties. Shoot, even when one guy got a penalty, uh, draw a penalty on them. Uh, when my one client, Michael Bandy, you know what I mean, wide receiver. Got called up and he had got the first down catch and also had got uh, a PI call. So, so I mean, hey, hey, it's working. That's what I gotta say, man. The, the rules, you know, the NFL is trying to. I think last week Matt Hasselbeck was talking about it with Troy Vincent when he was up on ESPN. Get up uh, on NFL Live, one of them shows. And they just talking about the safety, about the rule of the quarterback, you know, because you got. That's the case they need to start going back to the quick whistle for a quarterback. You know what I mean? Because you got quarterbacks that are still trying to run and make things happen, like Mahomes. Uh, Burrow. Uh, Burrow took a lick from Demario yeah. Davis someday. Got, he got flagged for it, but when I watched it, I was like, man, really, that was kind of on Burrow because he was trying to steal every second he could, and he took a shot. Well, so speaking of that, let's get into in this next segment, man. Let's get into these picks, man. What you got? Man, you know, I, I had to do my research, see exactly what was going on after last week. You told me you were going to catch up to me and all this, but I'm pulling it up right now. We're going to put the numbers up on the screen. I'm kind of going away from you, dog. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's just dumb luck or if it's, if it's you know, just me having like a superior skill or something like that. But we got two, I'll tell you like this. weeks. When the money counts, on my parlay card, I win. So that's all that matters. <laughs> so I'm looking at the, the overall record. Sean, 49-34-1. I am sitting at 57-36-1. I went 9-5 and five last week. You went 8-6. and six. So I got another game on my lead. Things are going beautifully over here. We got a, a lead that just keeps growing a third of the way through the season. So yeah, man, 49-44-1 for you, 57-36-1 for me. I've been just doing my thing, doing my thing here. Now you almost got me. You 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 almost picked up that, that Jets game on me, but I had a couple other ones kind of go my way. So yeah, man, uh 
Beautiful. You you want to pick week seven? Yeah, but go ahead and get into it. Week seven picks. Let's get these this schedule pulled up real quick. I'm gonna get my pen out so I can write these down so I can keep track of everything that's going on. Oh, see, it it took me to baseball. I mean, I, I don't know about you. I don't give a shit about baseball. We got Thursday night. Saints and Cardinals. D-Hop is back. Robbie Anderson's in town. That game is in Arizona. You going Saints or you going Cardinals? I'm going Cardinals. Saints got a lot of guys out. Yeah, I think I'm probably going to go with the Cardinals as well. The Bengals really played a bunch of backups last week. That's kind of something that I'm considering with with the game too. Uh, And then obviously Sunday, 1 o'clock. At Paycor Stadium, I will be there live from the Betfred Sports Suite, eating free food, drinking all the free booze, talking to the people, trying to make myself seem more important than I am. Falcons, Bengals, you know where I'm picking. Just tell me what you got. Oh, my guy, Arthur Smith, baby. Man, see, you going with Atlanta? Yep. You used to play for Arthur Smith? Uh, he's with me in Tennessee. Got you. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to pick that game up on you for sure because, you know, we're going to light it up. Uh, and then we got Lions and Cowboys Cowboys. in Dallas. I am going to go with Dallas. Also, as much as I love Dan Campbell and everything he's doing, he's, he's got the, the best personality, but they're just, they're not putting it together. And then we got Colts Titans down there in Nashville. I'm going to go Titans. Titans coming off their bye. I am actually going to go Colts. I'm going to go Colts off that big division win they picked up last week against the Jags kind of at the last minute. Uh, And then Packers and Commanders in Washington. Aaron Rodgers can't lose three straight, right? Yeah. And the Commanders, I don't even know who their quarterback is. Yeah, I'm going Packers. It's going to be Taylor Heineke is going to get the start. Yeah, I'm going Packers. I feel like that's obviously a pretty easy pick. Um, this one's not as easy as I thought it might have been. Buccaneers and Panthers. I do not know if Baker Mayfield will be back. I'm not sure. No, he's not. Uh, PJ Walker's the starter quarterback. Oh, again? Okay, so I'm going Bucks. I'm going to go Bucks. Tom Brady didn't leave his Super Bowl wife to lose to Mitch Trubisky, then PJ Walker. I just refuse to believe it. Uh, Tom Brady got a lot of off the field issues going on. And then we got Giants, Jaguars, and Duval. Dang. That's kind of a tough one. That's a tough one. I'm I got a buddy. Jags. You going Jags? Ooh, I got a buddy uh, lives up here in Ohio. He's a Jags fan. I went to school with him. I talked to him a lot. He says uh, he bought tickets to that game to go to his first game in Jacksonville. And he said he bought tickets to the Giants game because he thought it was going to be an easy win, and now they're 5-1. and one. And then we got a, a a big AFC North game uh, in Baltimore. Browns, Ravens. I'm going Ravens. All Ravens. Man, this one's this one's tough for me because I really Eagles. don't know who I want to win from a division standpoint. I kind of wish they could fucking tie. I oh, wish they could both lose. Well, same, um, same time. 
My gut tells me. My gut tells me I got to go with Lamar. As much as I don't think Lamar is that good of a quarterback, I think he's a great athlete. I don't think he's that good of a quarterback. But my gut tells me to go to Baltimore because I have to either pick him or Brissett, and I think I'll pick him over Brissett. So I'm unfortunately I'm picking Baltimore. I don't even like picking them to win. They got the worst fans in the fucking NFL on Twitter, at least. Um, Jets Broncos. I am going J E T S Jets Jets Jets. I don't know, man. They they got something going here. I'm picking the Jets. Russell Wilson is fucking cooked. You've been on the Jets all year, though. That isn't that, yeah. that's not a surprise. And then we got Texans and Raiders in Vegas. I'm going Texans. Really? I'm going Raiders. I'm going Texans. Maybe Smith does have those guys playing together, though. Yeah. Your heart won't let you pick the Raiders because you're a Chiefs fan, right? Your heart just won't let you do it. Ah, I just hate Josh McDaniels and fucking Carr. They just both suck to me. And then we got Seahawks Chargers. That one is in LA. I'm gonna pick the Chargers on that one. Ooh, that's a tough one. Yeah, I'm gonna go Chargers. It's it's hard not to. I'm gonna go Chargers Just, the way they played the other night too. So I'm going Chargers. That man, that game was terrible. They should stop putting fucking Denver on prime time. Um, and then we got. Chiefs 49ers in San Fran. Got George Kittle kind of calling the team out after a tough loss last week. Chiefs have a tough loss last week. I know you're picking the Chiefs to bounce back. Why do you know it? I am actually going to pick the Chiefs as well. I just don't think that the the Shanahan running offense is built to hang with Mahomes and them, so I'm actually going to go with the Chiefs also. Uh, we got Steelers-Dolphins. Tua should be back. Mm, we're going Dolphins. I'm going with the Dolphins as well, uh, just because they got to beat Pittsburgh. I hate Pittsburgh. I'll never want Pittsburgh to win a damn thing. And then Monday Night Football, Bears Patriots in New England. That's a Pats, kind of a shitty Pats, game, honestly. Pats, 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 Pats. I'm going with the Bears. I think the the Bailey Zap magic ends, and Justin Fields gets him a win. So that'll do it for our Week Seven picks. You know, I'll have the numbers ready next week to see who's at the top, who's at the bottom, who's you know. It's not going to be me at the bottom. I'm not losing. You know, uh, what is that? Eight eight game lead. I'm not losing that. Uh, um, we'll, we'll be. All I gotta huh? do, got do is cut it down to six, man. Man, you said three a couple weeks ago. See, now that number is getting bigger. Yeah, hey, you got to start somewhere, right? <laughs> so we're 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 gonna keep keep tabs on all of that. Do you have an absolute one hundred percent lock of the week game this week, though? Like, what is your slam dunk? Take it to the bank. Bet the house on it. Bet the house on it. I don't have one. It's not a lock this week. I don't. I don't see one. I do have the lock for Eagles. <laughs> the bye week. They're gonna beat the bye week. Fucking right, buddy. <laughs> 
So you 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 sound like a big Eagles fan. You you got like an NFC team now. Ah man, I just like I said, man, I've been on them high, man. Them the Jets and my Chiefs, I've been high on all year. It's hard not to root for your guy too, right? One of your clients. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard not to root for the guy. So, yeah, man, I think that, you know, the, the things are heating up. We're, I thought we were going to try to kind of figure out who teams were at this point in the season, but you got teams that look great one week. They look like shit the next week. And I, I, there's a lot of teams I can't figure out yet. I thought we would kind of have a, a, a really good idea, you know, a third of the way through the season. But outside of Philly, Buffalo, Kansas City, everybody else, I'm just like, man, I don't – everybody else looks beatable. No, most definitely. I mean, even Everybody. even the Bills and, and the Chiefs have been be- shown that they can be beatable. But I just like when I watch the Bengals play, I don't lie to myself and tell me that they're on the same level as the Bills because right now they're not. Most definitely. Most definitely. And it, so yeah, man, I think that once we hop in here next week. We'll have a, a, a good feeling on who's probably going to just win the picks for the whole year. I still think it's going to be me, obviously, because I just keep rolling. But, man, you might you might pick up. We, we went opposite on quite a few games over here, so you got a chance to pick up a couple games on me this week. Hey, ladies and gentlemen that's listening, man, I appreciate you guys listening, but sometimes Drew is delusional, so you have to excuse. Excuse. excuse I'm, keep, uh, I, I'm keeping it a buck right now. He calls himself keeping it a buck right now, but it's an 18-game season. We're only a quarter of the way through it. So, hey, it's not how you start, baby. It's how you fucking finish. I tell you that all the fucking time. All right? So, that's, guess what? That's very true. You see me worried over here? I haven't even broke a sweat out. So, I'm, I'm that lets you know I haven't panicked <laughs> or nothing. Now, this is week 10. It's a different story. Then I might be in panic mode. Then that'd be mean for me. I have to really strategize some more on my picks. So we'll get it going, though. I mean, um, once again, it's been another great, great week of football. Week six headed into week seven. Um, also, good college football going on. You know, Alabama losing last week. Go balls. You know, hey, that was crazy. It's a lot of things that out was there. Crazy. It's a lot I was at a wedding. So Michigan played Penn State. I'm a big Michigan fan. I'm at a yeah. wedding, bro. My my buddy decided to get married during football season. I'm getting married in 2024, and I told my girl, I said, August through the Super Bowl, blocked out. We ain't doing it. That's why we're getting married in February. But um, so I'm at this <laughs> I'm at this wedding, right? I got the game on my phone. It's it's a Catholic wedding. That's not I, I don't know shit about it. I, I I didn't come up that way. I'm not a super religious dude. There's all this head bowing and shit. And it worked out perfect for me because I'm locked into the Michigan game on my phone through the whole ceremony. I don't know if they said anything beautiful and romantic. I don't, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. Michigan's offensive line is the best offensive line in college football. It was last year. They're even better. Fuck Ohio State. We're coming for them in a few weeks. Well, Michigan got the Joe, Joe Moore Award last year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, and the line's better now. The line's better now than it was last year. Blake Corum, absolute dog. Absolute animal. Donovan Edwards, absolute animal. I'm talking in the same game, top 10 team in your house. If you want to look at the numbers from the end of the game, Donovan Edwards, 173 yards, two touchdowns. Blake Corum, 166 yards and two touchdowns. I don't care how good the offense is. If you can run the ball, control the clock, you keep them on the sidelines, you can win a lot of fucking games. 
Oh, you're right. You're right about that, man. So it's going to be interesting going into week seven to see what happened and what goes on. We, was at the, <laughs> we were at the reception, though, watching the end of the Tennessee and uh, Alabama game on my buddy's phone. We're all drunk as hell. One table just screaming when Bama lost. I thought it was dope. Oh, I mean, I mean, I, I feel you on that. I mean, it's just I like to see the ranking shake up anyway, though. You can't keep winning all the time. You know? I was I was drinking Patron and Sprite. I was on a fucking different level. I was hype. Yeah, he said he was on a different level. Different level. I don't even that's drink like that. Next. But every now and then I'll cut loose. Oh, right, that's what's next, man. We gotta find us a liquor sponsor there. Hey, you know what I mean? They want to sponsor the show. Going, I like clear tequila. I don't like that gold tequila. So we gotta find something right, that works. When it's fucking free, you're not gonna fucking complain. <laughs> hey, you want? Yeah, you send it to my house. I'll give it a shot. You know what I mean? So. I mean, that being said, ladies and gentlemen, don't drink too much tomorrow on this Thursday night game because sometimes these Thursday night games these last few weeks have been fucking horrible and boring. So, <laughs> Prime time know. has been bad this year. Yeah, I mean, it's on Amazon, so what you expect? Now, people have a lot of problems with the Amazon broadcast. I see. I don't have any issues with that. When no, I played I it, it was perfect. I see other people do, so I don't know. But I must have good internet or something. You're in Ohio. Ain't shit else going on, so you ain't streaming shit else. So. <laughs> hey, you're not wrong, man. There is not shit to do here. So we'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens. So, ladies and gentlemen, man, I appreciate you guys tuning in to the Three Point Stance with Sean Smith and Drew Garrison for season two, episode eight. That is a motherfucking wrap. That's it. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.